1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: You're the one who's guilty. The lawmakers, the politicians, the Colombian drug lords, all you who lobby against making drugs legal, just like you did with alcohol during the prohibition. You're the one who's guilty. I mean, come on, let's kick the ballistics here. Ain't no Uzi's made in Harlem. I mean, not one of us in here owns a poppy field. This thing is bigger than Nino Brown. This is big business. This is the American way. Greetings, my friend. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. And remember, my friend, future events such as these will affect you in the future. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. And now for the first time, we are bringing to you the full story of what happened on that fateful day. We are giving you all the evidence based only on the secret testimony of the miserable souls who survived this terrifying ordeal. The incidents, the places, my friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about grave robbers from outer space? A,
1: B, and.
2: It's headphone steel!
3: what's up guys headphones neil here back with my first ever friday flashback episode review so in this case i'm going to be reviewing two films uh one that was actually really good and another one that's generally pretty bad but i think holds up a little bit better since it was redone in color and generally restored as far as the picture quality goes so I kind of want to review both of these relatively, or one's an old film and the other one's a really old film, so um, that's why I'm calling it a Friday flashback episode. So, to start it off with the first um, review... I wanted to give my take on New Jack City, which released in 1991. So I'm watching the film for the first time, or I watched the film for the first time, and overall I want to say that it it is a very good movie, it generally holds up. Um, For the most part, a lot of the um, film, you don't really notice how it does, or you find that it it generally holds up as a film because it doesn't rely a lot on technology. When you can see items that don't quite hold up as much, so some of the fashion trends, uh, you're missing cell phones, the cars, and like a police station and things like that are kind of an era of the time, but you also don't feel like you're taken too far out of it, so they don't try to, and granted it's not like a sci-fi movie, so they're not trying to predict anything, but they don't really do too much to make you... Um, pay attention to the technology in the film so overall when you're watching it you don't really notice when things when the film is taking place so it could have taken place in 1991 or 2001 or 1981 um, and potentially even um, 2020 or 2021. Aside from the idea that the cars kind of are a relic of the time, so for me it was easy to gloss over a lot of that stuff. And when you look at characters like Nino Brown, played by Wesley Snipes, he doesn't or you find you see the lack of cell phones. You have a lot of meetings taking place, but that kind of fits in with the persona you would expect for a drug dealer rising rising through the ranks in um, New York City. so he's not going to necessarily use a cell phone or landlines or things like that. So all in all, things like that um, hold generally work to the film's advantage. And then the acting of a lot of or of a few people that you know of. So um, so for example, aside from uh, Wesley Snipes, you have Ice T in a much younger role. So that kind of stands out if you see the, if you watch him progress in Law and Order. And then you have uh, Chris Rock as Pookie so that role there so he actually is probably one of the few people who's generally aged the least so playing the drug addict in the film and looking at him now not to say he's a drug addict now but in general his aging has generally been the least because he mostly looks the same especially when he's the most cleaned up and um gotten off of his addiction in the film it Translates to the point where you can easily recognize him. Um, and then, as far as other characters, you know, there's Mario Van Peebles, but I don't know many of his films off the top of my head, so it's hard for me to say um, what else I've seen him in. Um, and then the, the rest of the cast is generally just people who kind of fit in with the roles, but overall, everyone's portrayals were very well done. Um, No one really stands out or outshines anyone else. And all their characters do a very good job. Um, The easiest comparison to make as far as a more modern tale is, or would be, I want to say American Gangster with Denzel Washington. So it's on par with the quality there. Um, So aside from maybe the picture quality being not as high resolution as American Gangster, you would have thought that both films came out at the same time, especially since American Gangster takes place before um new jack city so overall i want to say that the film does a very good job to show the rise of wesley snipes's character as a drug lord the control he gains and then he ultimately loses and then how the cops played by ice T and then his partner use for example pookie to their advantage to get a foothold in the in Wesley Snipes' organization and all of that. So things like that all fall into place and all the characters play well off of each other to make for a very good film. So I can see how the film in general has a very favorable and positive review and why it holds up as a uh, film that people go back and reference after all these years. So as far as the Rotten Tomato score, it has a a critic score of 77% and an audience score of 80%. So for me, that's actually kind of low. I want to give it about a 90% just because in general, it was very well done. No one was super corny or cheesy. You see the growing progression of, for example, how Wesley Sciences character and the guy who plays um, or the character named G Money and how they're really close and then how they all how they ultimately um, grow further apart. So things like that were very well done, how uh, Pookie was um, rehabbed by Ice-T, and then because he doesn't really have any favorable, anyone to continue keeping him off the drugs, he goes back to it and things like that, and the reactions he has there. So, all in all, a very good um, film, and I'm glad I finally crossed that off my bucket list so I can understand um, references to that movie. So with that being said, I'm going to jump into another film that just, it has more of a cult classic than a positive rating. Or rating. So, in, so for example, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a critic score of 68% and an audience score of 45%. So in general, Plan 9, if you watch just the original black and white transfer, of the film is not very good. Um, the biggest thing you notice is, for example the color shift as far as day and night is hard to tell when is which or when each time frame happens when the acting is average the uh, plane is a very weak looking plane so the you have a steering column that bounces around one of, as an effect to show that the um ufo is doing a flyby and things like that so in general it's not a very well produce film as far as on a technical level for what they were trying to do and then you have like the alien spaceship making a weird twanging noise which i don't think um i guess they were using whatever sound seemed futuristic at the time but it doesn't really hold up after all this time um so when you're watching the colored, colorized and restored version of the film um in general the color is a little bit better it looks a lot more even day and night are look a lot better and look more like when they're supposed to and then even like sunset looks a little bit better um the
0: head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Muscal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full turns at mintmobile.com.
3: Effect of um, Inspector Clay played by Tor Johnson coming out of the grave is well done. Uh, or looks a lot better and a lot more scary so things like that make the color colorized version a lot better um but in general the acting kind of falls apart or as the film continues to progress so like the first half of the film is very well done is set up nicely you have the grave robber or the grave diggers um getting the um filling in the grave you uh, have the story about the old man and his wife um vampira um you learn you have the pilots in their very easy to spot fake plane learning and seeing the ufo which is not helped by the colorized and restored version it still looks very fake like it, the whole steering column bounces around so this feels like a very cheap ma- cheaply made plane and all of that and i mean if you avoid that in generally easily follow the film nicely but then by the time you get to the second half of the film it kind of starts to fall apart because for example when you're introduced to the when we're introduced to the aliens like Eros and the commander and tana they start out nice when they're talking amongst themselves but then like when you have um, Eros talking to the police inspector and the military guy he sounds like a, ch- a child having a fit, so that doesn't work very well. You have Tana having her outburst and all of that, and then, like, metallic twangs. Um, and then you have things like special effect of when the UFOs in flames. It looks like they did a close-up of, like, I don't know, so they said maybe, like, a lighter packet on, fly- on fire. So you have kind of like the candle look of a fire rather than a fall on flame of something of a spaceship exploding. And then little things like when the spaceship is taking off and landing, it wobbles quite a bit, so it looks like you have someone trying to balance the spaceship to make it land to create that special effect, which in general would have been cool looking if it was not wobbling around so much. So for me, as far as a overall rating for the film, I think the right around 50 to 60 percent is about right so you see a good premise of aliens coming to earth to confuse and stop the humans from creating that the next level of atomic weapon in the solar benight or solaranite um but then they're using zombies to scare and confuse the humans which doesn't really make sense as far as the plan 9 portion of it um and then you have a language computer that's called the dicto lobiter, dicto Lobitary or something like that. So that's weird. It's like, how does the language computer know what that is? So it's one of those. So uh, as far as that goes, I mean, granted, as a sci fi movie, at some point, it's going to. It's, we've come across a way to um, create a language computer that can break down various elements just by analyzing the patterns, I guess, which. Um, I don't know that it makes sense but I, I fitting it in with a sci-fi theme okay sure we f- we finally figured it out based on these transmissions or the aliens sent down plans or something like that but it wasn't really well um, presented in the film so they just left it as we finally figure out a way to break down any language into English so um, one of those random things that was a cool idea, but needed a little bit more time to have exposition on um, and hear more about those transmissions. So it would have been nice to maybe like add a few minutes to the film and have those alien transmissions throughout the film, uh, maybe even in the first half as we transition into actually meeting the aliens. So for me, like I said, if I was to grade it myself, I'd, I'd give it right around that 50 to 60 percent, but definitely lower if I'm watching just the black and white version. If I'm watching the colorized version, it's a little bit better just because day and night are more evenly done, and everything looks a little bit um, it looks a little bit better as far as um, presentation. But in general, it's still an okay film. So it's one of those things where it seems like it's ripe for a remake to have a better have it done better as far as the acting and presentation of like the solar benighted speech, the language computer. Um, Maybe have like, like they do in like the King Kong films or like those um, apocalypse films where you, ha- you have it set, you know, in 1940 when the aliens are first trying to show up and they realize we have radio and they try and contact us. But because they can't, they move on and they keep trying their transmissions, but move on and then they move to present day and all the events in the graveyard and the ufos not turning on my like for example their um, invisibility shield or doing enough flybys to the point where they get um noticed so as far as the other thing that i found particularly intriguing was the idea of refueling the ship at the space station so Um, I actually liked that part still if you can it it was kind of cheaply done to have that effect in space But I thought in general that was presented well. So I kind of like that, but beyond that There's very little to say anything positive about the film. So um, Like I said if I'm degraded 55 to 60 percent, maybe 70% at best, but there's enough in the film that leaves me wanting more as far as the presentation and the acting so as far as a cult ca- a cult classic, uh, it's okay and to watch for a sci-fi fan. But as far as um, in general film, as far as between the two films I've reviewed um, in this episode, if I was to uh, um, re- recommend a film, I would I would definitely recommend watching New Jack City. Um, of the two films, they're I mean, they're granted they're both in different genres, but New Jack City is a better produced and presented film so that is a film that while it's a has a lot of mature themes in it it is better presented and easier to watch and get through than plan nine um even after the you know minute-long introduction by the um, narrator that you heard at the top of this episode you can definitely hear it as far as acting quality goes that um Wesley Snipes' speech as far as uh, why he's in the business he's in is better presented than the uh, Plan 9 introduction. So um, that's kind of why I presented those two as the introductory clips so that you can hear how how the acting and the presentation contrasts with versus each other and why i think new jack city is definitely the better film of the two so that's all there is for this particular review so if you have any questions comments or anything like that you can find me on twitter at patel one the website's headphones reviews for past episodes subscription links, supporting the show and all of that good stuff but that's all there is for this particular episode thanks for tuning in and until next